This is the Begin Within Podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit Improving health is about so much more than just losing weight. But I realize weight loss might be the goal that brought you here to the Begin Within podcast. That's why I wrote my latest book, Five Ways to Stop Wrecking Weight Loss, to reveal the five areas that I see are most overlooked by the people that I work with who want to lose weight. Each one of the chapters in this free ebook describes that specific area that you need to focus on to improve your health and get great permanent results. And it also links back here to episodes of the podcast where we've had experts on the show talking about that specific area. So you can benefit from those previous episodes while you're learning about how to maximize the results that you're after. You can get your free copy of my ebook, Five Ways to Stop Wrecking Weight Loss, by going to beginwithin.fit slash ebook or going to the link in the show notes. Now is a great time to do a little multitasking while you're listening to the start of this episode. Head over to grab your free copy of my book, Five Ways to Stop Wrecking Weight Loss. If you missed the URL, here it is again, beginwithin.fit slash ebook or there is a link in the show notes for you. Grab your copy, and now let's get on with today's episode. My guest today is Parker Olson. He is the founder and CEO of a company called Forage, based out of Seattle, Washington. And he'll tell you about the products that they offer and what they do in the episode. Interestingly, he has also gone on a little bit of a journey when it comes to diets. He did 18 different diets in 18 months, one diet per month, and he's here to tell us about some of the big lessons that he took away from that experience. So what I'd love for you to do is really enjoy uh, what we're going to learn about um, the components of keeping our body running well, um, as well as having an experimental mindset. You're going to see that in um, Parker's expressions, and it's something that we've talked about on the show before, something that I believe is really going to serve you in your own health and fitness journey, having that mindset. So see what you can pick up from my interview with Parker Olson. I still remember the day when I when I became intrigued about I guess what you know we'll call dieting or I, I like to refer to it as like you know testing nutritional regimens doesn't doesn't quite ring off, off the tongue the same way. Um, I was in a I was in my brother's car. I was in college, University of Minnesota. It was winter. It was dark and cold, and he had been testing the tiger uh, or I'm sorry the whole thirty diet at the time, and he told me about this thing called tiger blood. Have you heard of this? No. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
so th- there's like you know there's dieters and people who talk about all the benefits you get from certain diets and and the whole 30 diets specifically people tout getting what's what's referred to as the tiger blood okay and, i'm scared and, <laughs> and people report having like improved vision like and typically like improvements across the five senses so like yeah. you know like they're able to like taste more intimately um they're like stronger like all these things and you know like like are sleeping for less amount of hours but just like feel very like refreshed and and my, i remember my brother going through the the whole 30 diet and and him saying he was like he's like i actually like the other day i caught myself at work and i was looking at something from across the room at my desk and it kind of hit me that like i hadn't really noticed it before and in my mind i'm like okay i'm like i wonder if this is the tiger blood like like i felt like like my like my vision was improved and I thought that was so cool. You know, I thought that was really interesting and it really, it stuck with me. And I just remember it being in college and being like, I'm never going to be able to do this right now. I'm just like too poor. And like, um, you know, just all the above in college. But when I got out of school, I, you know, was working in a, in a corporate job and I felt like, a, I felt a lack of autonomy. And so I figured, you know, like, let's, let's try this, this nutrition thing. Like, I, I just want to see like, will I notice differences, right? Uh, when I'm testing different, you know, diets. So it started uh, with, I, I went vegan for 30 days. And it was hard, man. It, it wasn't easy. You know, I, I, I eat decently well, but like pretty normal Western diet. And then at that 30 days was really kind of a kick in the butt for me. Um, yeah. So I really, yeah, it was really challenging for, I would say about the first like 14 to 17 days. And then after that, I, I felt like I integrated quite well and my body sort of adjusted and, and I tended to see that throughout my experimentation. So okay. I experimented with 18 diets over 18 different months, um, all in all. Nice. And it was that like two week mark is when you kind of felt the shift. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's right. And, and I, you know, from what I've read about like, um, like habits and then also sort of like bodily function, that seems to be relatively like on, on par with, with how other people describe like shifts in the body and how long it takes kind of your body to, to become adjusted to certain things. So, but yeah, I, I noticed that sort of firsthand in the first couple of diets. Definitely. Yeah. No, I like that. Um, did you so like the tiger blood um as you're talking about that i was like i, I kind of i've just always called it like the superhero effect like you just okay. that's that's what it is right that's kind of what you're talking about you just all of a sudden yeah. like i'm just i'm i'm alive you know yeah and uh it it's uh it's almost like um it is kind of like an awakening right like all of a sudden you you don't realize you know, yeah. you, were, you were seeing in black and white before. Now I'm seeing color kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So the two week mark, 18 diets, 18 months. Mm-hmm. Um, what yeah, I, was just, I, can, I can kind of walk through some of them. And yeah, I guess what like what are the I mean, what was the craziest one that you did? I want to know. that. Yeah. So so towards the end, I started like I'd gone through all of the traditional diets and they, they started to shift where I would, you know, I would, I would, instead of doing a full on diet, I was just like, all right, I'm just going to like supplement with X thing for the month. And then at the same time, I was also testing out different, what, what I'll call lifestyle diets at the same time. So one of the months I, I slept outside in my tent for 30 days, okay. um, you know, I was like showing up to the office. I had to like wear a business casual to the office. It was like sleeping in a tent, which was pretty funny. Um, but you know, I, I did like meditation for 30 days, journaling, some some other different pieces too. But I, I feel like sleeping outside in the tent was pretty good. And and it was in August by design. And it was the rainiest August Seattle had had on record in 
like a decade. Um, So yeah, I, I did it. And and also, you know, to, to loop back to the whole 30, I will say I definitely noticed some differences, like some very positive differences, but there, I didn't notice improved vision. So I, I give my brother a hard time about that. Um, but yeah, that one was probably, you know, let's see, vegan, whole 30, vegetarian, pescatarian, gluten-free, um, carnivore. I, I, I went through like the keto diet. That was sort of the craze back in like 2018, yeah. 2019. Uh, that one was interesting. Um, I did like a paleo complete whole food diet. Um, what else did I do? The Atkins diet, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went through a lot of them. And for me, what I, the other kind of component I, I found interesting was I feel like I pushed the edge of like, oh, like this is the optimized diet, but mm-hmm. it takes away joy from my life. Right. So it's like, it's like, oh, like, well, if, if I'm going to go through all these steps and, and go through all this dieting, you know, what's the point if, you know, I have to skip this social event or I can't do that or, or do these things that I want to do. Uh, so for me, that that was also one of the big takeaways where like, if, if you're doing something and maybe you feel really good from a body standpoint, but like, you know, it, it, it sort of restricts you. Um, I, I found that to be, that to be a big takeaway for myself of like, okay, like, yeah, like you could go and only drink water and and do all of these fantastic things but at the end of the day like life isn't maybe about being fully optimized right so so that that, that was an interesting kind of takeaway for me yeah i like that it, it's uh life being optimized is not it's not just about the foods that we're eating right it's there's yeah. there's there's other factors so um man i like that what I also want to know this, like what having done that, like how do you, how do you, where did you settle? Like where did you yeah. settle after? Like what what's what's normal eating for you now well, after after doing all that stuff? Yeah, it's it's funny. So I would say gen- like I, ha- I have a general protocol, right? And and for me, and it's like everybody probably says this, but like I eat this way. You know, I try to eat this way eighty percent of the time, right? And 90 percent of the time, but like. I, there's definitely trade-offs where it's like, oh, if I'm want to go do something with my friends and we're going to eat out somewhere, like I'm okay. I'm not thinking about it. I'm not stressing about it. Um, so right now where I really, where I stand is just like whole food eating. So like I've, I found that one to be the, the best, like sort of, um, middle ground for me of being like, okay, I feel great on this, on eating this way and, and it's doable. Right. So I, I don't, I don't necessarily have to sacrifice, um, sacrifice a lot. It's, it's somewhat easy compared to like, you know, when I was eating, like when I was fully keto, it, it was really miserable getting up to the point where like you're in full ketosis. Have, have you, have you ever gone keto before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I really enjoyed it when I was in full ketosis. Like I, I really liked how I felt, um, but it just wasn't super practical. And, and then like, if you cheat and then it just like destroys your system. So for me, it's, it's really whole food eating. And then, you know, kind of one of my other big takeaways was one of the months I was supplementing with kind of these functional or medicinal mushrooms, which is now like kind of involved, you know, informs what I do. And that month when I was supplementing with those mushrooms, like it felt really great. Um, and you know, some of my backgrounds in neuroscience and I learned, you know, just what some more so like psychedelic mushrooms can do to your body. And then I've, I've since gotten really into the science of like some of these other quote unquote mushroom supplements that are, they're very legal sold right at grocery stores. And so for me, that that's the other component where on a daily basis, I'm trying to consume, you know, amounts of just 
some forms of mushroom. Like I've, I think there's a lot of great benefits there. So that's sort of where I generally stand with that said though, Nate, I mean, I still like trying, like I'm still like experimental. Right. So like two weeks ago, I did a four day fast for the first time. That was really interesting. And like, I think I may try to do another one. I'd love to get up to like 10 days or like over a week if I could just to see, and just to see like, can you do it? So I, you know, I, I like that we talk a lot with um, the individuals that we're working with um, in terms of nutrition coaching. Uh, we talk a lot about taking a diet. The process that you did is what we recommend because uh, <laughs> people ask all the time, well, what about this one? What about that one? I heard this is good. I heard that's good. I'm like, well, just try it, but don't think like, I'm a convert. Like, this is how I live my life now. Just do it to learn. See what you can yep. learn from it and view it as a, a short-term experiment and then keep keep what you want, um, leave what you don't want, right? Totally. Um, so. Great words to live by. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, the other question I was having uh, I, or that came up as, as I was listening was um, tiger blood. After, after your, um, what's, I guess what the opposite of that is, and this family friendly show, but have you ever played around with that concept? Because I feel like once you kind of have it dialed in probably the way that you do, and let's say you take a, take a vacation or a trip, you you know, I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat all this processed food, maybe eat whatever's in front of me. Um, you, you start to feel that like brain fog feeling or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's like shows up where it's like, I'm tired. I'm undisciplined. Like I, I, I see it spill over into like oftentimes work and other aspects. Like I'm undisciplined. Um, you know, I, yeah, I'm, I'm just unproductive. Like I'm, I'm getting sort of caught up in the noise of like social media or like other things. Like I'm sort of giving into a lot of vices. I, I find that when I get out of like a good, you know, nutritional base, like I'm like not working out as consistently and, and doing these other things. And it's, it can throw off like, like emotionally, um, et cetera, like not sleeping well. So it's, to me, it's like my whole life feels like it's in chaos. And then I just have to get back to be like, okay, like just start with like, one thing you know that's always the challenge it's always the first step it's the like you just have to have like one pretty good meal and then like let's just get there you know (laughs) like it's not easy it's it's really not easy but that for you has kind of become like the 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 mantra if you will or whatever to kind of get out of that cycle is just like just get just do one one healthy thing get get it going again yeah, I, I do that. Like other things that are helpful for me is like, I, I feel like I've tapped into like, I found activities where that like really bring me joy. And so if I'm like really out and, and most of them are physical. So if I'm like out of, out of the swing, sometimes I just have to pause and be like, all right, like, let's go do X thing that brings you joy. Like I really like cycling. So it's just like even cycling around the lake in Seattle like brings me joy. And it's like, I, I now understand, I almost have these like reset triggers where it's like that can like trigger me coming back and then like eating well. And then that is just like the start. So that's what I've found to be really helpful um, for me to get back on track. Um, Cause it's easy. I, th- you know, I think a lot of people, you know, especially, you know, with social media, everyone believes everybody else is just like, it's easy for them and everything's all good. And that's just, you know, it's not the case for anyone. Um, nice. Nice. I like that. The, the reset triggers that, that 
I like that concept. Um, yeah, well, I guess what question do you do? You, do you like have things where you're like, I know if I do like an X thing brings me joy? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and I, I've always I, I guess kind of feel like I, I take a little bit of personal pride, I guess, in 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 understanding when I need what I need. Mm. Or I'm just mm. like, oh, you know, like, like, today, it's Monday morning. And Normally it's like, it's Monday, like, boom, let's go to work. Like, let's do it. I'm ready to rock. And today I was like, today is a day I need to sit out on the back porch with a cup of coffee before I do other stuff and just like watch the birds and just have, have some time outside. Yeah. It's the concept of reset triggers. What you, what you said, just like, bing, just resonated for me because that's, it's one of those things like, Oh, what do I need? I need, that's what I need. Let's go do that. And then after that, I'm good to go. Is that how you're experiencing it too? Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, it, I feel like it's for me too. It took me like a while to recognize like what those things were that would be helpful, but also like when you need them, like how to prioritize them. It's again, it's cause it's like, Oh, well X, you know, there's so many urgent things in front of you demanding your attention. And it's like, it can feel overwhelming or anxiety inducing. And so it's, it can be hard to just like sit there and reset completely. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, can we talk? I know you mentioned uh, before we kind of started rolling about triathlons. Yeah. Tell, yeah. Can you tell me about how you got into that and, and how totally. nutrition has now influenced uh, that side of your life? Totally. Um, yeah. So I was 2018, I started doing some of this dieting. And around the same time, I, I had recently moved to Seattle. And I like through a coworker went to this like weekend beach thing. And I met some guys there that I, you know, I just like liked and, and they were like, yeah, we're signing up to do this half Ironman. Like you, you should do it. And in an effort to make friends, I was like, I'm in. And, you know, I like ran through high school, but not really. Like I, I ran mostly through middle school, but like, I, and like I'm athletic, I guess. I don't know. Like I'm in okay shape, you know, but like pretty daunting. And I just was like, man, I'm just going to sign up. And, you know, doing some of this dieting and then I started to get my butt kicked like on some of the bigger workout days and COVID hits, the race has to be canceled, but, but we decided we would do our own race. And I, are you familiar with the term bonking or bonk bonked? No. So I bonked in this race and so, and so, so it was a half Ironman race. So 1.2 mile swim, 56 mile bike, and then 13.1 mile run. Oh boy. And, and bonking basically refers to like when your body just like it either, it either doesn't have enough like calories. So fuel or like electrolytes of salts, like keep your, basically like your neurons firing Mm -hmm. and you bonk or like you effectively lose muscular control. Um, so it hit me around like mile five of the run. And I, like, I, I, I could not physically run, like could barely physically walk. Like it was like, I, I like couldn't move my leg muscles to run. Um, and so that, that was an awakening for me of like, okay, obviously the body like needs fuel. And, and I think a lot of people get very intimidated by these big events because it's like, how could you ever withstand that much time? And what I've learned and, you know, come to love and I, and I've done a couple full Ironman sense and a couple more half of like there, the body is like an engine, right? And so like, you have to keep it greased and fueled. And a lot of people, you know, in today's society believe like, okay, like I just eat three times a day or I just like snack all day. And then I'm just like not hungry and that's like good. But there's definitely some scientific basis around sort of like three core components of like keeping your body just in in like in a running maintaining state. And so it's like hydration, 
um, like fueling. So think like, like calories and then like electrolyte salts. Um, and so really just, you know, leaning in and trying, you know, understanding like, okay, you know, how do you consistently keep your body hydrated with enough electrolytes and enough calories? So you can go and be physically active for even 24 hours. Like how could you do that? And so for me, you know, I, I really kind of, you know, it, it took trial and error of just like having to test, you know, eating different things, trying different like salt mixes, different amounts of hydration. And, and there are some like triathlete coaches out there. You can read up on the science here, but, um, that was another sort of awakening moment for me with nutrition and fitness of like, these things are so intertwined, like so, so intertwined. Um, and it's really important to like test your body and, and test like what resonates with you. Maybe from it's just in what are you eating every single day versus also like, what are you training with? And like, how are you keeping your body quote unquote fueled like during workouts? Um, so. Awesome. Wow. That is, that's crazy to me because I, I would, the swimming portion is the thing that like, I'm just, unless I could have like a, the little floaty noodles or like mm. the arm things. I'd... A lot of people do say that. I will say when you have the wetsuit on, you're, it makes you really buoyant. So like, instead of feeling like you're struggling to stay above water, you're actually like, like I, I can, I could probably go swim a couple miles right now and, and keep my heart rate in zone one. Um, pretty consistently because it just it takes so much weight off of your off of your body oh maybe i'm missing out there hmm, cool um could you tell me a little bit about your your company and best way for people to get in in sure. touch with you and check out the products yeah so yeah as mentioned you know i i got into you know what i do today so i, I founded a health food company after doing this experimentation this dieting and for me, it was really like understanding and feeling like, okay, whole foods, kind of like low sugar, whole foods feel really good. Um, and then also these sort of mushroom supplements. And I, you know, I dove into the science on a lot of these mushrooms. I sat on the, the board of the largest mycological society or mushroom club, in other words, uh, for about two years and, and became compelled like these mushrooms or, or there are several mushrooms, but this category of sort of functional or medicinal mushrooms can provide um, a lot of benefit and sort of address a lot of mass health concerns. So health concerns that are affecting millions and millions of people. Um, so specifically what we do today is we've partnered with the largest mushroom strain developer in the world. So they develop mushroom strains, right? They're, they're cross straining and, and developing new strains. And one of their mushrooms that we use is uh, it's a vitamin, it's a vitamin D brown button mushroom. So you, you could probably go to your local grocery store and probably buy the, you know, the actual brown button mushrooms. We have it in a, in a specific powder format uh, that's super bioavailable. So uh, we believe it's, it's either the most or the second most bioavailable vitamin D you actually can consume outside mm -hmm. of the sun, right? And so we integrate that into our food products. We have a loose bag of granola, like meal replacement bars, um, and it provides an excellent source of vitamin D. And so we're trying to address like the massive vitamin D deficiency um, issue really across the world. So, you know, today one in two uh, people in the U.S. are vitamin D deficient. It's higher than that outside the U.S., generally speaking. Um, so, so that's sort of like one, you know, one area we're looking right now of how can we leverage mushrooms and fortify, you know, packaged healthy snacks with some sort of mushroom supplements to help people feel better, right? Yeah, awesome. That's great. Um, what's the name of your yeah. company? Did you, did you yeah. tell me? I don't think I did. Um, it's it's called Forage, so it's F O R I J. Um, so yeah, you you can look us up on um, 
www.forij.co. No M. Also on Amazon. Um, you know, we sell in stores that we don't sell a ton in the Midwest, you know, a lot on the coasts more so. Um, so yeah, yeah, we're, we're definitely a small business, but uh, we've been growing well and it's, it's exciting. Oh, that's cool. We'll have a link in the show notes. Uh, Parker Olson. Thanks so much for sharing your, your journey with the dieting and uh, the lessons you learned with us and also keep up the good work. Yeah, appreciate the time, Nate. It's it's nice to actually connect after after being a listener. All right, links again, as usual, are in the show notes. If you're enjoying listening to the Begin Within Health show, and I really hope you are, I want to invite you to just take a screenshot of uh, yourself, uh, you know, listening to the show, uh, post it to your stories on social media, and tag me, Nate Slager in the post or uh just take a a camera shot of wherever you happen to be if you're working out if you're taking a walk um whatever it is that you happen to be doing um or uh, unless of course you're driving the car don't don't do that while you're driving please but just uh take a picture of wherever you're at tag me and uh let me know that you're enjoying the show i would absolutely love it uh love it when you guys do that kind of thing and give me an opportunity to interact with you um but I want to thank Parker Olson once again for being here on the show and for just the awesome, um, you know, tips and lessons. I think lessons is probably the best word. Lessons that he shared with us from that experience of trying out those different diets. You know, there's a there's a couple big things that I love that I just want to rant on just a little bit with you. And of course, it's the experimental mindset. It's something that we talked about before on the show, um, and it's having that, you know, that 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 mindset of I'm just going to try this. I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to see what I I can learn from it. And we're not necessarily, you know, doing the the all in. This is my my only thing I'm going to do. This is my last chance at improving my health. I'm going to get rid of all the, the, the bad food in, in my house. I'm going to get all the good food in. I'm going to start working out five times a week. I'm going to do all this stuff right now. It, it's about trying something new, stretching a little bit, right? If you're, going to, if you're going to sleep outside in your tent every day for a month, right? It's a little bit different. It's a new experience. But what you're doing is just, just seeing what you can learn from it. And I think that's such a great approach when it comes to diets because um, from time to time people ask me, hey, what about this? What about that? And I'll say, go ahead and try it if you if you really think that it's going to help. But just, just do it for a certain amount of time and see what you learn. See how it goes. Don't plan on it being the the end all be all, you know, answer to to health because this is a journey for all of us. So having that experimental mindset is so beautiful. And another thing that I just loved and I want to encourage you as an action step for today, uh, you know, this next week as you're working on improving your health and wellness is to look at dieting from a different perspective outside of just food. We use the word and we always we always apply it to food, right? That's 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 the definition of diet for us. You know, restricting yourself when it comes to a, a certain type of food or sticking to a certain um, food regimen, right? Uh, that's a diet. Well, what about 
taking this experimental mindset of trying something new in life or taking something away from life that's normally there, but doing it with something other than food with a view toward learning lessons, seeing how it feels, seeing what that experience is like, and choosing to make those adjustments still based on things that you believe are going to improve your health. Right? You follow me? So what kind of what I'm talking about is this, is taking a look at saying, you know, my regular routine is, let's just say, it's to watch TV every night before bed. Okay, I know that that's that that's the case for a lot of us, right? We watch a little something before we go to bed. My parents used to love to watch the the news at night, um, and then like whatever show came on after the news, like that was just their routine. Now maybe you have a routine like that. Maybe you're you're streaming some some show that you really enjoy, something like that. Um, what about this? As a suggestion, what if you go a week without it? Take it out for just a week and just see. Don't watch TV for a week. See what happens. See what other things you're able to do, uh, other people you're able to interact with, or maybe that you you don't feel the same need to have some of the less healthy food that might typically go along with the nighttime TV watching. You know what I'm saying? You following me? Uh, maybe look at life that way and just just try something for a short amount of time and see what you learn. You know, we're not saying like TV, we're never going to watch it again, right? I'm done with TV for the rest of my life. We're just taking it out. And maybe what you'll find is at the end of the week or whatever time frame you pick, you're going to find that you realize, hey, you know what? Maybe I, I it would be healthy for me to watch less. Maybe it would even be beneficial for me to do some other things a couple nights a week rather than watching TV. And um, getting a new perspective on life as a result of that, you know, dieting experience. And of course, I'm just picking on TV. Uh, you could pick something else, social media, bedtime, wake up time, and just try it for a short amount of time. Just something that you really believe and you know is going to improve your health and just give it a try, right? Eating veggies at every meal or, or something like that. And we're just seeing how it goes for a few days, for a week, seeing what you can learn, seeing how it shifts the perspective that you have on what healthy living is really like. Uh, I really want to thank Parker again for being here, for exposing us to uh, these concepts and giving us an opportunity to stretch ourselves and expand a little bit by taking on that experimental mindset. If you enjoyed it, you want to do some uh, further listening in order to kind of go down uh, similar paths or get a, a more well-rounded uh, look at it as far as things that we've had here on the Begin Within podcast and individuals that we've had on. Uh, you could go back to episode eight with Harshad Maglani. Um, and there we talked about how the self-experimentation mindset can help you. So go check out episode eight or episode number 21. We talked about how I can find time to work out, along with other questions with Becca Candler, or episode number 44 might be a good place to go. That is why you need to ditch the all or nothing mindset. So I invite you to go check out episode 8, episode 21, or episode 44 to continue learning and continue exploring um, 
this area of personal growth and of improving health and fitness. I want to thank you so much for for listening, for being here with me, for being part of this community, for bringing your time and attention, and of course, as well, for rating and reviewing the show. If you haven't done so yet, I would appreciate it so much if you would just take 30 seconds to, to do so right now before you move on with the rest of your day. But I thank you once again, and I want to encourage you to continue to take good care of yourself. I'll talk with you again soon.